Plus, Cahaba, uh, bonus tip, has free ski ball in their brewery. Which, which is Heather very cool. Actually oh, man, I schooled you. I I've schooled never, you at... I've never, ever lost in ski ball. Oh, really? And uh, although my mom might say otherwise. This is the final call for me. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 227. While it's true that the open road can lead to anywhere, just like in our no plans, no problems road trip, the two most popular road trip endpoints in the continental United States are Yellowstone National Park and Disney World. But do either of them have a good brewery? I love traveling by almost any means necessary, whether that means flying, whether that means trains, buses, or of course, road trips. It's always about the adventure and it's always fun to try a lot of different ways out. And especially on this last road trip, because I haven't been able to take a real road trip for quite a while. But no matter how I'm traveling, no matter how I'm deciding to get around, whether it's public transportation, whether it's our own car, whether it's hopping on a plane, I always make sure that I have my good travel backpack with me. And as most of you know, the travel backpack that I highly recommend is the Tortuga backpack. Now, they have a few different styles. They have the regular Tortuga backpack. They have the Tortuga Air. They also have the Tortuga Day Pack. But no matter what you choose, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. And don't forget to use our special promo code, EPOP. That's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because no matter what you pick up, that will get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is a person who graciously allowed me to go 45 minutes out of my way just to get a popsicle, and who is the best windshield wiper cleaner east of the Mississippi, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Windshield wiper cleaner or windshield cleaner? I guess you're a windshield <laughs> cleaner. Yeah, I have a bit of an obsession with keeping our car clean and it got pretty messy on the road trip and I wanted to clean it like every day. And the first thing I did when I got home was take it to the car wash. But And typically most of the time I would be driving, I'd hop out when we had a gas stop, I'd go fill up the gas tank and there would uh, be Heather grabbing the little windshield squeegee thing. Hopping out, getting those thousands of bugs off our front windshield, we'd hop back in the car, we'd be ready to go. Perfect. So if you don't know, we have been on a road trip over the last three weeks. Welcome to the podcast. If you don't know we're on a, that we're on a road trip, we're going to be recapping that road trip today. So you'll get to hear all about it. If you do know we're on a road trip, now you're going to get to hear all the nitty gritty details, all the stats and everything like that. We're going to give you all the stats of the road trip from how many states we went through, total miles, um, how many beers we drank, places we slept in, how many tacos we ate. So all the important stats. <laughs> and then we're also going to give out a lot of superlatives, like what were our favorite things that we did, the best food that we ate, our favorite day, what's things that we didn't get to do that we wish we had done. So a lot of cool things coming up in this podcast. And as you can attest to, Heather, I've been super excited 
to record this podcast. Oh my gosh. Every single day, even including the last two days of our road trip, we were just driving basically the whole day. Trav's like, want to record it now? Want to do it now? Can we do, can we do it now? Can we do it now? I mean, he was like a four-year-old who wanted a piece of candy. I was so excited from all the cool experiences we had that I just really wanted to dig in, kind of hear your thoughts because we don't share each other the list with each other beforehand. So I don't know what your favorite foods were and your favorite beers were and all that kind of stuff. So um, I was just really, really excited. So we didn't end up recording it as we were driving. There are a few times we we're going to try that out, but we said, is this bad luck to, to record, to recap a road trip before we had actually finished? I kind of thought maybe it'd be a little bit of bad luck. So we didn't do that. So we've been home for only about a day and a half. Um, stuff is still fresh and we're going to be recapping that. Also, we're going to be talking about the destinations we went to, but if, if you want to dive more into specific destinations, because this is a general recap, we are doing a destination diary episode on Nashville. That's already out on the podcast. So if you want to know more about Nashville, that's specifically on Nashville. We'll be doing one on New Orleans or Nylons and um, the Big Easy, NOLA, all that. Great. Do they have great nicknames in New mm-hmm. Orleans? Um, and we possibly will be doing one on Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, we'll see about that. We'll be having episodes out specifically about them. If you want more information out about that, Hath, before we dive in, we got to give a huge thank you to everyone who gave us such amazing recs before we took this trip because we put out an email and we put it out on Twitter and Facebook asking for recommendations. It was just incredible. The influx of emails and tweets and tips that we got from everyone, all of you. I mean, it made our trip a hundred times better. I... Yeah, it it I, yeah, I couldn't even put a numerical value on it because without people tweeting us like it just gives you a goal and a mission like oh this person said this is great we got to go there. So everyone who reached out, thank you so much whether it was on Twitter, Instagram or our Facebook page or we received over 100 emails. Uh, over 100 emails the first day I was going to try to get through them all and write down all the recommendations. I didn't think there would be that many. I opened my email in Charlottesville the first night. And I had to give up after two hours and I couldn't write everyone back right away and I couldn't write them all down. There was too much stuff. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. So thanks so much for that. Thank you guys. And thank you everyone who offered us a place to stay and everyone that we met because despite the fact that we got to see a lot of cool things, drink a lot of cool beer, eat a lot of good food, it always comes down to the people that we meet and the people that we met during the channel and some of them will come up in this podcast. So let's jump in. We're going to start with the stats here. And the total miles that we drove, this surprised me. I guess I didn't think it would be that many when I actually added it up oh at the end. Oh my gosh. I knew it would be a lot because let me tell you, it felt like a lot of driving. Time for an oil change. We did 3,351 miles total door to door from our uh, Phoenixville back to Phoenixville. And we crossed over through 10 different states. Yeah. And only a few of them were new states for us. So... Yeah, what were the new states? The new states that we had never even been in before were Alabama and Mississippi. Right. So we touched over them. And we'll go through the list of ones. Some we just crossed through, but most we spent some time in. So obviously, Pennsylvania, we just got the heck out of here. Although on the way back, we did stop and meet some friends out in Harrisburg area. So we did spend some time in PA. Virginia, we, we spent some time in Charlottesville one night, and we'll go through our exact itinerary in just a moment. Maryland, West Virginia just passed through. North, North Carolina. Carolina. We spent two nights in Asheville. Then we drove from there to Tennessee. Spent a lot of time in Tennessee. Alabama. Spent some time in Alabama. Mississippi. Just kind of drove no through. Time. A lot of driving through Mississippi, but not stopping too yeah. much. Uh, Louisiana, obviously. Spent some time in, and then Georgia, we hit on the way back up from New Orleans, just kind of passed through. So we passed through 10 different states, 
Two of those were new to both of us, Mississippi and Alabama, so my 29th and 30th states total. So that's kind of cool. And I think you're like one or two behind me. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll give you our, our rough itinerary. Places that we slept, and this will give you an idea of what encompassed the road trip. We slept in nine different places. So the first night we booked a hotel in Charlottesville, Virginia. It was called the Excel Inn. I mean, it was pretty nice. Right, right on the corner to, of UVA's campus. campus. Yeah, we spent one night there. Then we had headed down to Asheville, North Carolina, and we spent two nights with friends Billy and Allie there. We're going to talk about the cool stuff that they do a little bit later in this podcast. Uh, cause it's got some interesting stuff going on in Asheville. So we did two nights there at Billy and Allie's friends of ours, who we just kind of looked up right away and said, can we stay here? And they're like, yeah, sure. So uh, two nights there in Asheville. Then we spent seven nights in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. And we have to give uh, major credit to Heather's sister, Julie, and the family that she works for who let us stay in there, basically take over the whole second floor of their house, uh, Bree and Sean. It was, it was only going to be a couple of days, and that was so nice. We enjoyed playing with our kids. It was just a really good environment. Super easy to get in and out of Nashville. So we did uh, We did a whole week there. Thank yeah, you, guys. It, it was great. A whole week in Nashville. That's what kind of set us back on the uh, on the proposed itinerary was doing seven nights right. there and then we had a bit of a wild card where we spent two nights in rural i'm talking very rural southern tennessee yeah west point tennessee with a college friend who i had only known for three months because then we both left the college that we were attending to go off to other schools and stuff so i had not seen joe in 14 years Joe and his sister, I had known a little bit in college. We stayed at Joe and his wife Amber's house in West Point, Tennessee, middle of nowhere for two nights. That will be talked about for sure a little later in this podcast. Then we spent one night at the Residence Inn in Birmingham, Alabama using Marriott points. Yep. And the second night in Birmingham, then we got to spend with EPOP uh, readers and listeners Great people, Julie and Brad, who have a place in between Tuscaloosa and Birmingham. So we spent a night with them, got an awesome omelet. Julie said she couldn't make omelets. And then that next morning, she made us fantastic omelets. So yeah, that, that was, was a really great cool. time. Then we spent three nights at the Meridian in downtown New Orleans, right next to the French Quarter. And that was really awesome. Yeah, really nice. Used SPG points. Uh, got to hang out at the pool, the rooftop pool. Used the fitness center. So kind of the first exercise we had done in a long time. Um, three nights there. And then we stayed with EPOP um, readers and listeners. Also, again, and this was spur of the moment because it was New Orleans Jazz Festival. We thought we were going to have to leave on Thursday because Jazz Festival started Friday. And uh, or leave on Friday because it started that night. And I got a text message from Corey and Pepper who have an apartment in New Orleans. And they said, why don't you stay with us for a couple of days? So we did three more nights in New Orleans there, which was awesome because I really wanted more time in New Orleans. So we didn't have to rush around in three days. So we got six whole days there. Yeah, it was incredible. And then we decided to make the, the long slog home, which actually wasn't as bad as I thought. And we spent the night half, well, more than halfway at the Quality Inn in Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah, so that we ended up coming back on a on a Monday. We left on Monday out of New Orleans and uh, we drove, what, eight, uh, 16 hours that first day. From New Orleans Was it up that to long? Yeah, we got in the oh. car around nine and we didn't stop until actually until midnight. So yeah. or until one. So it was sixteen hours. Um I mean we stopped to get popsicles in Birmingham. Yeah, Alabama. and some food and we hit up a grocery store because we were sick of fast food. So we did make a few stops on the way. Yeah, but. and so we made it to Roanoke and then we came home the next day. So all told exactly 
three weeks and uh, getting it was really cool that we used our hotel points and got to stay with people so that the only night we actually paid for an accommodation was the Excel Inn in Charlottesville, Virginia. So again, our um, huge thanks to anyone who offered a place that we didn't end up staying with because we didn't pass through. And then, of course, a huge thanks to um, all the people, Billy and Allie. Uh, Brie and Sean, Joe and Amber, Julian, Brad, Corey and Pepper, who actually did put us up. I mean, just incredible, incredible people. So that's the itinerary, three weeks. And the proposed plan was to go then from New Orleans up to Memphis, then St. Louis, and then across through Louisville, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and home. But we decided to, quote unquote, cut it short, not day-wise, but we just came back from New Orleans. And again, that was because we, yeah, it was just getting to be a little bit of a long trip and there's stuff we had to do. Absolutely. So we'll have to hit all those cities up on the next road trip. Sounds like a So plan. everyone who's listening from those areas who sent us recommendations, don't worry. We've got them written down. We'll be coming for you. All right. The breweries, the amount of breweries we went to, because the goal was for me to play basketball as many times as in as many places as breweries that we visited. And uh, that, that did not work. Really? Teaser surprise, alert. surprise. Um, the breweries that we hit up, because this was a big part of our trip, because we, we like drinking beer, trying stuff out, and going to cool breweries. So how many did we hit up? 15 breweries. 15. That's so a lot on, of breweries We put on Facebook, face, Facebook, Facebook, <laughs> the over-under, I'm not still drinking, we're not at a brewery now, um, the over-under was 10 and a half breweries for a two-week trip, and we end up hitting 15 in, uh, in three weeks. And those include Champion in Charlottesville, Wedge, Wicked Weed, Burial, Green Man, and Barmari Funkatorium and the Funkatorium all in Asheville. So that we just yeah. check, 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 check that when you're in Asheville. first week, you know, I mean, they have some amazing breweries there. And then we headed to Nashville. We went to Southern Grist, Cezanne, and Jackalope and Smith & Lentz in Nashville. So four more in Nashville. Then we headed to Birmingham, Alabama, which had a cool brewery scene. Yeah, my favorite for the ambiance was Avondale. Then we went to Cahaba, which was really cool and had my favorite beer. And I guess that was that it. And then the last night, that was it when we were actually in Asheville. But then the next night or the last night of our uh, trip. You, you might have forgotten one. Yeah. We went to Good People. Excuse in me. Birmingham. 16, 16 breweries. breweries. So I'm even further <laughs> away. From my goal of playing basketball. Okay, we went Avondale, Cahaba, and Good People. That's right, the next day in Birmingham. All right, 16. And then the last night of our trip, we couldn't go without having a brewery. So we hit up the Courtyard Brewery and NOLA Brewery in New Orleans, both really cool spots. And overall, we're really, really impressed with most of these breweries, which we'll talk about in our favorite beers coming up. But uh, 16, excuse me, 16 total breweries. And the uh, final count on the amount of places I played basketball was three. <laughs> so good job, babe. Way behind. I played in a gym in Franklin, Tennessee. I played at an outdoor court at Franklin, Tennessee. And I also then played in Julie and Brad's um driveway in outside of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And I wanted to play with these guys who were playing at a New Orleans park, but um I didn't have my basketball shoes and uh they probably would have tore me up a little bit too Probably. So, um, so three basketballs 16 brews and what goes better with beer than tacos and i was not <laughs> expecting to eat this many tacos on a trip down south well, that didn't oh, take us into question. texas why not because we love tacos we end up eating mexican food no matter where we are whether it's in the u.s or in another country so i don't know why I, this I is just, surprising but i, I guess didn't know the taco scene was so 
big. And actually, I guess I didn't know it was going to be so good. It was we had some really good tacos. So how many tacos did we eat? Total tacos eaten on this road trip, 31. Okay, that's quite a lot. Quite a lot of tacos in a three-week span. I mean, that's between the both of us. And we, we ate six total at the Gray Eagle in Asheville. Just okay. We then went to Bar Taco in Nashville, a really cool spot. I had four, you had three, so there's another yeah. seven. And you really liked Bar Taco. Yeah, we talked about it in our Nashville Destination Diary. It's a cool scene there. You know, you order your tacos from like a, a card, almost like sushi. So that was cool. It was cool. But even better in Nashville, and again, if you want to hear more specifically about Nashville, go to our Destination Diary Nashville episode. But Moss Taco, we actually went there two different times. And uh, the first time we had six total tacos, the next time we had four total tacos. So 10 tacos at Moss Taco. All of them were fantastic. And I'm sure that's going to so come good. up again. Um, in West Point, Tennessee, we in rural Tennessee, we did go out for Mexican, but we didn't eat tacos. So it doesn't that's count. True. I had some fajitas. You had like a chimichanga. Uh, so not any healthier than tacos. No. And the last tacos that we ate were then in Babalu in Birmingham, Alabama. Eight total tacos brings us to 31 tacos we actually ate a lot of pizza too again i don't yeah. i just didn't assume we'd be eating pizza and tacos no because you know being from the east coast we have a lot of good pizza options but there were some really good brick oven pizza places along our route and yeah some really good pizza yeah all right and that brings us then the last thing about about food until we get to our best food is the times we ate ice cream because i was asking people for recommendations on ice cream and we did eat ice cream well i ate ice cream. travis ate ice cream five different times um on this road trip and uh it was it was okay um there were a few good places jenny's ice cream in nashville which is from ohio was really good the rest were just average at best but you know ice cream's ice cream there's I always guess. room for ice cream. I so guess. talking about food, though, we're going to now get into the superlatives. So we're done with our stats. Those are the important stats. Ice cream, tacos, breweries, basketball, miles, things like that. But now we're going to get into the superlatives. Heth, I want to hear the best food because this was a this was more or less an eating and drinking trip, if yeah. you couldn't tell. And, and after three weeks, we definitely needed to come home and detox because we drank a lot and we ate a lot. And it was awesome, but I can definitely feel it around my waistline. Yeah, I had to go on a 46-mile uh, bike ride the first day we got back <laughs> just to make myself feel any little bit better. So we'll, we'll go from three to one. Give me your third oh, favorite. Oh, three. I have four. I'm breaking the rules All right. Already. Well, I already broke the rules, too, because I have four. Well, then why didn't you just say four? Well, I didn't want you to know I broke the rules. So why don't you give me your number four? Okay. My number four is Moss Taco in Nashville. It is so good uh, on par with any taco place that we've been to in Texas or in Mexico for that matter. Um, we just loved it. So Cheap, $3 a taco. There's like six kinds. They have a crazy good um, veggie one, which is quinoa and uh, sweet potato. Yep. They have an awesome chicken one. They just, the the, it's one. amazing They're there. Good. They're all so good. So definitely, if you go to Nashville, you have to go to Moss. And they have sweet plantains for two bucks. I mean, they, sweet plantains. They have elote, which is like grilled corn with like Mexican spices and cheese on it. It's just amazing. They have good drinks there. I mean, not alcoholic drinks, but they have like horchata and yeah. Mexican sodas. It's cool. So, and that'll bring me that Moss Taco is my number three. I'll give you my number four. As well, and that was whole donuts oh, in Asheville. So I'm throwing you for a loop here yep. because we're going with the sweet treats, but whole donuts. We did a donut tour in Asheville, courtesy of our friend Allie, mm -hmm. who took us to three different donut places. 
Uh, so it's not just beer and tacos. We're also yeah. throwing donuts in there, folks. Uh, Whole Donuts in Asheville were fantastic. So if you're going through Asheville, hit up Whole Donuts. Yeah. And then- I mean, they make the donuts when you order them. You see them drop them in the oil and then they give them to you and they're fresh and they're crispy and chewy. I mean, it was like an out-of-body experience eating these donuts. We thought we were only going to get like two and share between the three of us and we ended up getting five? Four or five. Four or five I tried to stop counting after. <laughs> it went over one per person. I said, yeah. all right, let's stop counting. So Whole Donuts in Asheville, which is kind of just like an extra because it's, yeah. it's a sweet treat. Moss Taco is my number three. What about your number your number My three. number three. My number three is Dominica, which is in New Orleans. And you know what, guys? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide it. I love Italian food. I love pizza. And the one day I, I I had gotten a little bit sick for some reason. I don't know what it was, but the next day all I wanted was like comfort food. I wanted pizza. So Trev read about these happy hours. You know, New Orleans has great happy hours, and Dominica was one of them where they have half price on their brick oven pizza. So we went, and let me tell you, number one, it's a beautiful restaurant. I think it is it in the Waldorf? Uh, it's in the Roosevelt. In the Roosevelt. And um, so it's in a Which beautiful- Which is, I guess, a Waldorf Astoria hotel. Okay. So like it's that. in a beautiful hotel. So, I mean, it's a little bit upscale, but we went for lunch, so it's casual. And, you know, they had half-price wine or something like that, and- Half-price half pizza. beer, half-price pizza. The pizza was- exceptionally good i mean some of the best pizza, i did not have high hopes for this pizza i'm no. like whatever and we went and it it was awesome it was good i mean it might be one of my favorite pizzas other than the one that we had in rome which is my all-time favorite pizza but for the u.s for like an italian like neapolitan or, or nepalese whatever neapolitan i don't know whatever yeah. it is italian style from pizza naples brick, like, oven. brick oven italian style Heather love dominica it was good. And then they also have another location that's just like more of the pizza place, which is out on Magazine Street. And right. we went there too, actually. So both places. Yeah. And awesome happy hours. Go for the happy hour half price pizza. You're getting a pizza for seven, eight bucks. It's fantastic. Uh, and they're big. We got two for three people and we were we were stuffed. Um, my number two is the Jazz Brunch at Arno's. Okay, that's also my number two. <laughs> so we'll talk about this a little bit, and this is is going to come up later in the podcast for me, But and we'll talk about this on the Destination Diary New Orleans episode as well, so we won't get too into it. But if you have a chance to go to the Sunday Jazz Brunch at Arno's, it is fantastic. And Arno's is spelled A-R-N-O... Sorry. A-U-D. A-U-D. So it's looks like Arnod's. Right. But it's, but it's Arno's. Just so. I don't want anyone to like miss it because they don't know how to don't spell it. Don't miss it. it. <laughs> Don't miss it. The Jazz Brunch at Arno's. Um, we got a little secret about the Jazz Brunch, which I'm going to reveal in a little bit. Um, but the food itself it is amazing. really, really good. It's like 33 bucks for four courses. And, um, you know, you get a, a good size appetizer, a salad, a big entree, and then a dessert. And um, every course was great. And we had three people. So we got three different things at each, you know, at each course. And all of it was fantastic. It was so delicious. So the so Jazz good. Brunch at Arno's. Um, we'll, we'll reveal more in the New Orleans. We'll talk about it and all, but in the New Orleans Destination Diary. But just go. Just know to go. And then you have awesome live jazz music as well. And my number one, and I think your number one because you haven't mentioned it, is also in New Orleans. And I, I couldn't pick anything else out. And this is Shia. Absolutely. Hands down, my favorite experience, other than the Jazz Brunch, was eating at Shia. And, you know, this is a newer restaurant in... New Orleans. It's maybe a year old. It's gotten like ama- lots of awards and it's kind of hard to get into. And it was a Friday and I maybe because of Jazz Fest, we were somehow able to finagle a reservation. We went there on a Friday night. It was epic. 
it was to die for. It was as good as advertised. We had heard that people said, oh, it's, it's been rated the number one new restaurant in the U.S. I'm like, okay. You know, you know, usually you hear that. You're like, you know, expectations are too high. Nope. It was amazing. It was amazing. So, Shia, it's Mediterranean, Mediterranean. food. So and I had just gone to Israel. And so I was surprised. You know, I'm like, okay, how is this going to compare? Well, it compares. It is the pita is the best pita oh I've ever gosh. eaten. Oh my goodness. The I could eat that pita all day long. With this raspberry glaze rub was incredible. I don't think it had a raspberry glaze. It had yeah. like a honey mustard or some type oh, of Oh, whatever. I thought it was a fruit glaze, some sort of thing. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. Go to Shia if it was you can good. get and in. Call you know for what? reservations. It was pretty reasonably priced too. Like for being the t- one of the top restaurants in the US and in New Orleans, you know, I was expecting, oh, maybe this is pretty gourmet. It's going to be well over a hundred dollars for the three of us to go no i mean it was it was good it was good and we got definitely filled up i mean i I think it was about 70 bucks for three people yeah and we didn't get any drinks so you know but um we got talked into dessert which was i forgot my favorite dessert i may have ever eaten in my entire life. It was a lobne cheesecake, which is like a lighter cheesecake with burnt honey ice cream. And it had homemade granola on it. Yeah. And like a pomegranate caramelized glaze. We're I not mean, we're not gonna make you too okay. hungry here. Sorry. We're gonna move on. Sorry, we'll move on. It was fantastic. It was Shia was awesome. Those are some of our best foods. Let's move on to the best beers. So what were some of your favorite beers? I have four listed. Why don't just rattle off yours and I'll rattle off I have off only two. Okay. I mean, I could have had more, but I thought we were only supposed to have one. So okay. having two, I thought... Well, I went a little overboard. Obviously. Got to give the beer snobs... Uh, not You guys aren't all snobs, but the beer lovers The beer connoisseurs. Love beer. Yeah, go ahead. So... I thought that the scene in Nashville for breweries was a little bit less than... It was lacking compared to, of course, Asheville. Compared to Asheville and some other places we've been. But Smith & Lentz had one of my favorite beers I've had, which was the Mosaic. I love Mosaic hops and their Mosaic IPA at Smith & Lentz. I I kept getting, you know, the four-ounce pours. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have one. Then I had a second one. Then I had a third one. I mean, I couldn't stop drinking they it. Were, they were eight-ounce pours, not four-ounce. They were half-pints. So oh, really? that's why she didn't feel so good maybe the next morning. She thought you were drinking four ounces. She was really <laughs> drinking eight. All right, so the, the Mosaic IPA at Smith & Lentz in Nashville. And, and then the Pernicious IPA at Wicked Weed. Yes. So good. Okay, so Pernicious IPA from Wicked Weed was my number one beer of the trip. And we'll just start with that. If you're heading to Asheville, A, you're going to have an amazing brewery experience. And the Pernicious IPA was the best one that we had the whole time. Uh, another really good one. This was my number four from Burial Brewery in um, Asheville as well was the Piston Imperial Espresso Stout. I don't like stouts. And I don't like espresso. <laughs> but this well. was a really, really good beer. So that's how you know I, you like it. We had another one called the Brokenut. From Southern Grist, which was a cool brewery in Nashville. I was a coconut IPA. They don't have it on all the time, but I really, it was just a good mix of the hoppiness and the coconut flavor. It wasn't overpowering. Yeah, that was a good one. Really like that. And uh, the two that I really liked, so I actually have five. Oh my goodness. The two that I really liked, I have to give a shout out to Birmingham because I was surprised at the brewery scene in Birmingham. Um, and we'll t- I'm going to touch on that in just a second as well. But the two best beers I had in Birmingham, if you're around that area, uh, stop in just for the breweries. The Smash Mosaic from Good People, which that I had forgotten good. we went to, but now <laughs> I remember, was great. And the Fraxinus Maximus from Cahaba, which was their double IPA. That was Plus, good too. Plus Cahaba, uh, bonus tip, has free skee ball in their brewery. Which, which is Heather cool. Oh man, I schooled you. I I've schooled never, you at... I've never ever lost in skee ball. Oh, really? And uh, although my mom might say otherwise, maybe she beat me when I was a kid. But I'm good at skee ball. 
Heather had the high score of the night at 290. So, um, yeah, take and then that. we ran out of there before I could have another game. So, um, anyway, and it was the per- closing. The pernicious, <laughs> it was closing. It was. I thought I could get another one in. <laughs> the pernicious IPA from Wicked Weed, fantastic. Again, Asheville, great brewery. And I'm going to give a shout out to one. This wasn't a. This was a beer that we got at a brewery, but it wasn't brewed by that brewer. We went to Courtyard Brewery in New Orleans. Really cool place. Good beers. They have a. They have like 40 beers on tap. Like 10 of them are their own. Lots of IPAs, good IPAs, but they had another one on called the Waldo Triple IPA. This thing is dangerous. Ten and a half percent. It's from Lagunitas. They only brew it once a year. They had it at the Courtyard Brewery. That beer is fantastic. So if you like beer, look for it around you. It's it's out right now in April. It's called the Waldo Triple IPA. Man, eight for for a ten and a half percent beer. It drinks really nice. Yeah. Which uh, just be careful with that one. So those are some of our favorite beers. Why, what about your best coffees? And I can't speak to this, obviously. So my best coffee, I think, was the first the first city. We went. We were in Charlottesville, and we were there less than 24 hours. But on the way out of town, I just looked up best coffee, or maybe someone recommended it. I can't remember. But I went to Millie Joe, and it was delicious coffee. Really good. And then in Nashville, my favorite is Crema. I mean, it's a pretty popular one, but it's good. Millie Joe's. And I like the name. Millie yeah, Joe's. Millie Joe. In, a, in, Very in Charlottesville. Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. There you go. All right. What about your best day? Okay. Like your favorite overall day? Well, I and have... I got to cop out because I'm waiting to hear your answer because okay. I don't have an answer yet because they all kind of blend okay, together. Yeah. We had a lot of great days on this trip. It was an amazing three week trip where we had lots of fun and we didn't even argue. Really, the whole time. So that was fun. For anyone who's listened to our relationships <laughs> on the road episode, that's that's probably the biggest win out of this whole trip. <laughs> was that we didn't argue until about five hours outside of Philadelphia. Once we get started getting yeah. close, I think the uh, the East Coast <laughs> yeah. Northeast attitude came out. You came can't out. argue when you're in the South. Everyone's so nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so I kind of have two days that stick out, stand out a little bit in my mind. The first one was that the self-guided brewery tour that we did in Asheville because, you know, it was the beginning of our trip. We woke up. We we hit the town. We went. I forget where we ate first that day Early in girl Asheville. Eatery. Oh, yeah. We went to Early Girl. Reader recommendations. Yeah, and that was great. But we, did, we wanted to eat a lot, so we shared something there and... Then we hit the breweries and we went to Wicked Weed and it was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. It was like the nicest day we'd had so far, like in the spring, winter. Yeah, it was like the first day, like we're in the south and we're getting some southern weather because yes. it was, it was. I was in shorts and it was yep. just nice And weather. at Wicked Weed, they have this open bar where it, like the windows open, you know, like garage doors or whatever. And we were just sitting there and you could see the blue sky. So it was amazing. And we did all those breweries and then, you know, we met up with Billy and Allie and their friends and we went to more breweries and then we went out to dinner and had pizza (laughs) at a good place (laughs) which was really good and um so that was just really fun and it kind of like kicked off our trip on this really fun loving note where we were socializing with people you know it wasn't just Trav and me which is nice sometimes but you know it's about people it's about food it's about brews um so yeah that was a great day and we did hit five breweries in that we did so i mean we got to check off a lot of things yes and then my second favorite day that stands out to me is the day that we did <laughs> the Dominica and Shia combo. 
um, in New Orleans. So I love New Orleans. We'll talk about that more in a bit. But my sister Julie came down on Friday and for the long weekend in New Orleans. And she got there. We sat by the pool. So it was really relaxing. Then we went out and we got the pizza. We walked around New Orleans. And then we had that amazing meal at Shia in the evening, which just like happened to open up for us. It just felt like this special, magical day in the Big Easy where, you know, like Trav is there and my sister's there and we love traveling together and we just had a great time. And I actually said that maybe that day, I'm going to get, I'm not going to say a day. I mean, the day would maybe be that Asheville day that you mentioned. Yeah. If I had to pick one specific wake up in the morning to the end, which was the rules that I gave you and now I can't even do it. So sorry. <laughs> but that would be you the best day. back on my day. But the, after we ate at Shia, I act, we walked around New Orleans. We had on Magazine Street out in the Garden District and it was about 8 p.m. And it was the best weather I have ever been in in my life. And I said to Heather, "This it cannot get any more perfect. We actually was, took a screenshot yeah, I did. of what the weather was in New Orleans because <laughs> Let me see if I can it find was it. absolutely perfect. I said, we have nothing to do and it's getting late. But I don't want to go home. Like I, we can't go back and just go to bed because the weather is absolutely amazing right now. It is. It's. It's the perfect temperature. Okay, so this was what the weather was, and this was at eleven p.m. after we'd had dinner. We were walking around. 76 degrees, wind 6 miles per hour, humidity 65%, dew point 62%. There you go. So Give me that, that every day. Every day and the humidity, life. that sounds high. It definitely didn't feel yeah, Well, humid. because the sun was down. You know, it's 11 o'clock at night. So it's, it was like, it felt very cool. And I mean, we were walking. We probably walked for an hour and a half, two hours, and neither one of us were, you know, we didn't break out in a sweat. Right. It was great. I mean, we actually walked up to an ice cream place and I didn't even get ice cream. I just wanted to go for the walk and it was a little packed. And then we like just walked around just these old stately, awesome mansions, these huge oak trees coming over the road. I mean, that was, yeah, I just remember saying over and over again, this is the best weather I've I've ever had. Um, do I even have to ask then favorite city? Um, Probably not. It's New Orleans for me. I agree that we had a good time in all the places, but I think we just hit New Orleans at the perfect time. Great weather, not too, um, obviously not too hot, not too humid. I think if we went in July, maybe it'd be different. And it was just a really fun, festive atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I had never been in New Orleans before, and it was one of the cities it in the U.S. that I most wanted to visit. And Trav had been there once for a bachelor party, so it was a little bit of a different vibe than this trip that we took together. And I'm just telling you, it is a captivating city, and it really stole my heart. It's, you know, people are great there. The music, the food, the architecture, the history. And it's- we didn't spend really any time on bourbon street at night no. you know it's not like we were partying on a bar on bourbon street we'd walk down bourbon street during the day there's fantastic restaurants oh, right amazing. off of bourbon street and on hotels street. and restaurants and happy hours at these really expensive places i mean that's a way to to see new orleans well on we the- did new orleans quote unquote the old people way right yeah. we're like we don't care about going to bourbon street and yeah. drinking. let's just walk around during the day and mm-hmm. eat really good food at happy hours yeah and they have great drinks everywhere really fun cocktails like these cool southern cocktails at all these fancy bars you know right around bourbon street and the french quarter and just the french quarter in general i mean you're going down frenchman street and there's all these live music venues and we heard some musicians even out on the street that were great we bought their cd so it's it's just a cool city and we didn't even do any of like the spooky ghost tour crocodile al- stuff alligator, or alligator swamp tours i had done that before and, it's done cool. it before and i mean i wasn't opposed to doing it it's just that we had this more 
I don't know. Walk around. Walk around. Hang out. No plans. Yeah. Eat, drink, listen to music. So New Orleans was the best city. What was the most surprising or unexpected experience that we had during this road trip? Okay, for me, it would have to be that I actually enjoyed the Country Music Hall of Fame. I mean, I didn't think I wanted to go here at all. So many people had recommended it to us, even people who don't love country music. And I mean, I don't mind country music. It's not my favorite genre. Uh, But, you know, there's history there in that museum of music in the U.S. and in the South, you know, starting in the early 1900s. And that was pretty exciting for me to see and and read about. And as Travis kept making fun of me, I didn't even know who George Jones Jones is. George Jones I know who George Lucas is. Okay. Well, I was also surprised. (laughs) Do you know who George Lucas is? Yes, I know who George (laughs) Lucas is. You may not know country music. I certainly don't know like entertainment and film, but I do know George Lucas. And um, the Country Music Hall of Fame, I like country music. Not not a huge fan, like as much of a fan as some people, especially not of the older stuff as much. But um, it was really cool. And I'm glad that you liked it because I wanted to go there and everyone said to go there. And it was really neat to see that you really enjoyed it too. My most unexpected and surprising thing was four-wheeling in West (laughs) Point, Tennessee. So to give you a tiny bit of the story, I contact my friend Joe. I told you I hadn't seen him in 14 years. He's hard to get a hold of. He lives in rural Tennessee. We got a hold of him. We were planning on going, spending one night there. So we got in that day. We we ate dinner. We stayed up till 3.30 a.m. with them. It was was quite the party. And the next day we were going to push on. But we get up at about 10 a.m. It's beautiful weather. And they said, well, why don't you just stay one more day and one more night? We're like, well, we, we should get going. And we look outside. It was per- another perfect day. And he said, we could go riding four-wheelers. And I'm like, okay, I've never ridden a four-wheeler. I've always wanted to. And so Joe and his wife, Amber, and uh, his sister, Jenna, and their mom took us out on four-wheelers. So it was three of us, three four-wheelers, you know. And they just took us out and about through rural Tennessee and Heather and I, not Heather and I, I almost flipped the four-wheeler going down this like crazy hill with a ravine. Oh, that was um, a little treacherous for a beginner four-wheeler, but we made it and we didn't tip over. And it, it was really fun just kind of being out there, seeing what it's like And that's country. why travel is so much fun. And that's why no plans, no problems. Road trip was cool. We just said, sure, we can stay this extra day. Whereas if we had a really tight itinerary, we wouldn't have and we would have missed that. And I had a blast that day. Not only did I get to do something that scared me, like, you know, and now I feel more comfortable doing it. Like I, that was the one thing I'm like, okay, I did something that was like pushed my limits a little bit on the trip, eating and drinking, not pushing my limits. <laughs> Four-wheeling, yes. And so it was just a really neat, authentic, genuine experience. And we got to spend time with them. So yeah, I just- Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was awesome. All right, let's talk about things we wish we had done because obviously we didn't get to everything that we wanted to do. And there are a few things on our list that we were like, man, we just missed it. We'll have to go back and do it. What are the things that you wish you had done? The biggest one for me is that we didn't go to the Biltmore in Asheville. Now, to be fair, we were in Asheville basically one full day. So we arrived like at 7 p.m., we stayed the next day and then we left the following day. So we didn't really have a lot of time in Asheville. If we'd had one more day, I absolutely would have gone to the Biltmore. Um, but we just didn't feel like we had enough time. Now, on the way home, 
on the highway, I kept seeing like these beautiful billboards of like the Biltmore. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we were so close and we missed it. But we'll do it another time. And we will. And uh, shout out to to our one reader who said that they'd show up at the Biltmore and show us around because he has a season pass and, you know, obviously knows it. And it would we would have had our own like guided tour and that would have been awesome. So uh, that was on my list. I really wish we had done it. It just didn't work out during this one. Another thing I wish we had done is Preservation Hall in New Orleans. That was a thing that a few people recommended. Oh, right. The, the old jazz hall there. Again, we just, we were in New Orleans a long time, but we just kept finding more and more things to do. So that just never fell. You know, it's only 8, 9, and 10 p.m. So like we we're always out doing stuff and things like that. That didn't work. And for me, the number one thing I wish we had done that we didn't get to do was continue the road trip up to Memphis, St. Louis, Louisville, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. We talked about why that didn't happen. But man, I will tell you, like St. Louis, th- those cities, St. Louis, Cincy, and Pittsburgh, and, and a lot of people gave us recommendations as well for Louisville. I mean, people were just hammering us. Like, if you go to St. Louis, you got to do this, the zoo. The... I mean, we had so many awesome recommendations. I yeah. mean, the people in those cities come out of the woodwork and support their cities. So thank you for everyone for the recommendation. So that will have to be its own yeah, little we're gonna road trip. Yeah, we're going to have to do that sooner rather than later. So I'm bummed that we didn't get to do it. But uh, on the itinerary for later, we will be there. Anything else you wish we had done? That... Um, The only other thing that I really wanted to do was see a show at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. Nothing was really playing that we wanted to see while we were there, but... But uh, next time we go to Nashville, I want to try to plan it out around a show so that we can see one there. All right. So we wish we had done that. We didn't get to. What about the top three things that we actually did do? Okay. And this was hard. This was hard. Give me Um, your number three. My number three, Whiskey Jam in Nashville. We'd done it before, but I still love it. And I didn't make it to the Bluebird like somebody else did. So I couldn't put that on my list. And if you're not sure what Whiskey Jam is, it's just a live music show on Mondays where they have like people come up and do three songs and other people come up. It's like three hours. You get to see like seven musicians totally free. Um, We talk about in the Nashville Destination Diary episode uh, quite a bit. So check that out. Um, My number three was the brewery tour in Asheville, the (laughs) self-guided brewery tour. Just the day I mentioned where we just hit up five different breweries. The night before we had gone to one called The Wedge. So we did six total in Asheville. It's just they're all right there within the wedge is a little further but all the other ones are right there within a mile you just walk in between them yeah and it's just a fun cool thing and if you like beer there's there's a few other i mean new belgium's opening a thing there and outside of it uh sierra nevada has like disneyland for adults they call it which is this huge brewery that we didn't get to but it's just cool i mean if you like beer and you like breweries that's the place to go yeah and also if you like nature because it's in the mountains and it was a little cold when we were there and again we were lacking on time but there's excellent hiking so you can eat and drink to your heart's content and then you could exercise and get out into nature too which we didn't do but you could you You could. could Theoretically, you could could. get out and exercise. (laughs) What about your number two? My number two was the Country Music Hall of Fame just because I was so surprised how much I enjoyed it. Amazing. My number two, and this might be your number one. If it is, let me know, is the Jazz Brunch at Arno's. It is my number one. All right, let's talk about that just for a brief moment. We we touched on the food being good. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, call for reservations. We'll talk a lot about it in the New Orleans Destination Diary episode. But brief overview, call for reservations. You go in, eat a four-course meal. It's like 30 to 40 bucks, depending on what you pick. But there's musicians, three musicians, that come around, and you sit in this old dining room. And it's... it's so, first of all, Arnon, the... Covers Arno. a whole... Arno. Covers a whole city block. 
It's humongous. It's humongous. So the original owners bought the building and then they just continue to buy up buildings around it and then connecting them all. So it's a beautiful place. We actually got a little private tour of it because our EPOP reader and good friend now, Jerry, is one he of actually, the jazz musicians. Jerry, one of the first people who came through my Frequent Fire Bootcamp course like three years ago, who we've never met in person and now is a dear friend. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. He's a talented musician. And um, we actually met up with him and hung out with him and his wife a few times while we were in New Orleans. And he's the one who told us about this jazz brunch. He's like, I'm playing here on Sunday if you if you want to come. So we came and it was just incredible. So Jerry... Um, he's the saxophone, he's saxophone player, player and he player. sings. And he sings. Then there's two other guys, a guy who has like a big bass. Stand up bass, Stand up right? bass. And then a banjo. Um, another person plays banjo. And they just kind of go around to table to table and like play good music and they take requests if you want. And it's just a really fun atmosphere. It's a beautiful, beautiful building, a beautiful restaurant. The food is really good and the it's service is food. impeccable. Yep. If you go and you get a waiter named Jasper, he is He's a the riot. best waiter ever. So best server. It's just all told. It's just an amazing experience. And it's a Sunday and Sunday they talk about New Orleans and jazz brunches. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of places do them. Arno's is is very, very popular and very, very famous for their jazz brunch. So it's just cool to get out and experience like that is a slice of New Orleans history. And, you know, be prepared to spend some time there because this is a four course meal. We were there almost two hours. So it was a lot of food. I mean, they're really good sized portions. It wasn't like these teeny tiny portions. But because it was over two hours, you didn't feel overly full when you were leaving. It's just very relaxing. They don't rush you out, you know, so it's it's. It's awesome. You and cannot you, miss it. When you go, make sure you tell Jerry, who is, again, the saxophone player and the, the guy who will sing, um, make sure you tell Jerry that you heard about him from the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. He will love it. He's an amazing <laughs> guy. He'll probably show you all around. He'll take you out. He's incredible. Jerry's amazing. So that was my number two. Easily could have been my number one. Um, was your number one. Don't miss it. My, my number one, and again, it's like 1A, 1B, another live music thing. I uh, was going to the Bluebird Cafe oh, in Nashville. Must be nice. I'm not must trying nice. to rub this in, although I am rubbing it in. Uh, to Heather, who didn't go, I went alone because she wanted to go shopping instead. I wanted to and, spend um, time with my sister, and I did not think you would be able to get into the Bluebird, and here's why. To hear more about the Bluebird, again, listen to that. We, we go into how to get into it in the Nashville Destination Diary episode, but if you're familiar with the show Nashville, you know what the Bluebird Cafe is, and that's why it's so popular now. It's because people watch Nashville and then want to go to the Bluebird Cafe. So I just stand in line for two hours, which was an uh, hour and a half, which was fun in its own right, because people like bring beers. We just hang out in the sidewalk of a strip mall waiting to get in. I did get in. I actually got in a seat that was right next to the artist. They they usually do shows in the round. So that means there's four musicians and they're sitting there. And I was, you know, we're talking seven feet away. So the people who played when I was there, they're all types of like interesting up and comers or, or, or sometimes even famous people. When I was there, I got to see Alicia Witt, who is now on the show Nashville as the character Autumn Chase. I've never watched a show, but I did look it up before this podcast. So if you see Autumn Chase on Nashville, I got to see her perform. This guy, Boots Odestad, who opens for Dave Matthews, Rachel Sage, and Jeff Cohen. So every night they have different people doing in the round. It's just a, it's an amazing experience. So I'm going to stop talking about it because Heather's giving me a look like... She could kill me for going no, to this. No, I'm really happy that you got in, but I didn't think you were going to get in. And I thought maybe it was overrated because of Nashville. And that's why I was like not too interested in going. But um, I'm glad that you got in. If you have a chance, give it a shot. 
listen to the Nashville Destination Diary episode. We'll tell you all the, like the tips and tricks. That was my favorite thing that we did, tied with the Jazz Brunch and what so, about not not to like bring, bring it, it down, down but what about was there anything that was most disappointing something you were really looking forward to that you're like oh this might have been all right but uh, so as good as it I was actually hard for me to think of something that was the most disappointing because every part of the trip was so great except i did not enjoy the blue ridge parkway that is mine as well we i was amped to, to drive the oh blue ridge my parkway. gosh he was so excited to do the blue ridge parkway i don't even know why but he was just like pumped about it he couldn't stop talking about it he couldn't wait to get on it you know the very second day of our road trip now i don't want to say that it's not worth driving on but don't go in april because it's ugly nothing is in bloom and i mean like there are trees in bloom in in charlottesville but as soon as you get up into the mountains where the elevation is higher and it's colder it was just brown and barren and it took forever it took forever yeah we just hit it Probably two to three weeks early. And uh, okay. Maybe a month Maybe to two a month early. early. I don't know. I, but uh, if it's in bloom, it would have been stunning. I mean, we had some crazy cool views, but you're driving and you have the views and, there are, and they're cool, but then you're driving and yeah, everything's brown. Um, you can only go was, like 40 miles per hour and they have rangers that like are out in full oh yeah, force. I got flashed, like they flashed their lights to me like five different times because I was going like 50 and not 40. Yeah, so. It was disappointing. It was definitely disappointing. And if it was in bloom, I'm sure it wouldn't have been. And I'm sure we would have had a totally different experience. Right. But that's how it goes, right? You, you know, we just missed it a little early, but that led to good luck with weather in New Orleans sure. and everything like that. So bit disappointing i'll have to go and do it again i don't know if smalls will come with me no i will but i also would want that to be the destination not part of the journey because it does like we were driving from charlottesville to Asheville, and it took an extra three hours and yeah. we didn't even do it like very far like yeah that we many got miles. off it we and got, got back on 81 so if so. we had taken the blue ridge all the way from charlottesville to Asheville, it would have taken us six extra hours of driving i do not enjoy being in the car that long yeah and so. she'd have to clean the windshield a lot then Shut too. Up. So. <laughs> all right most disappointing blue ridge parkway bummer but okay. now we're gonna end on a high note and we're gonna give you the can't miss from each place that we went and some of those we've already touched on so we'll if we haven't we'll we'll give you a little bit of an idea but if we have we'll just run through it and this is of each major place that we actually went uh which is the five cities that we we were in other than west point tennessee that would be six but uh okay so here we go. charlottesville for me millie joe coffee for me go to the lawn which is the the courtyard kind oh, of, right. of the university of virginia it's just it's pretty it's really beautiful uva's campus is called one of the best in the country the lawn is the best place there that we saw go check it out it is really beautiful Asheville, mine wicked weed Mine as well is Wicked Weed Brewery with the caveat that you also should head to Lexington Glassworks. Yes. And we told you that we stayed with our friends Billy and Allie. And Billy is the glassblower and one of the founders at Lexington Glassworks. And it's just a really neat spot. They do all types of really cool glassblowing. And it's open to the public. So you just walk in. They'll show you what they're doing. And they have this crazy... It's in this old... like. It's big a warehouse. warehouse and um they have all the stuff they that they've done showroom, uh, their showroom and it's, then they have their furnace where you can watch them glow blowing glass so it's an amazing experience and they have beautiful beautiful glassworks i mean we bought incredible. some stuff it's 
They're just very talented. And they even have like a little bar in there. So you can grab a beer or two, obviously. One of the cool things about Asheville is like everywhere can have beer. So like the motorcycle shop next to them has beer. They have beer. So they have a little bar in the back. If you do go say hi to Billy and Jeff is the other co-founder. Tell them that uh, that Travis and Heather from Extra Pack of Peanuts sent you. They're good friends. So they'll know who you're talking about. But check that out. So Nashville, uh, Nashville. All right. So, with an N because we had to keep saying we're in yeah. Asheville with an A. Now we're in Nashville, Nashville with an N. So for me, it's a combo of <laughs> the Mas Taco experience and live music. I mean, just any live music, but particularly the ones we mentioned, like at Whiskey Jam or the Bluebird. And mine is the Bluebird Cafe, if you can do it. And uh, if you can't, Whiskey Jam Monday nights, a not even a close second, a, as equally as cool. Birmingham, the breweries, man. I mean, Avondale is cool atmosphere. Like that's you, mine. The you, outdoor the space outdoor at space, Avondale. I mean, they have this huge lawn where you just sit and people hang out, and they bring blankets in a big courtyard and outdoor bar. So if the weather is nice, it, you can't beat that place. It's really cool. I actually like the beer at Cahaba better. Um, so both those breweries, I really and, you, and good people. good people had yep. awesome brewery, and it was a cool brewery, and it had a cool outdoor space because you're right across from the stadium as well. Yes, I wish we had been able to see a Birmingham Barons, the minor league team, play because it looks like a cool stadium. Mm-hmm. Plus, Michael Jordan played there, like kind of cool. <laughs> um, for they sports nerds like town. me, they were out of town. But Avondale Brewery is mine. The outdoor space there, it's like a big adult frat party because they have like games they have cornhole where you throw the bean bags they have like live music they have a whole stage that no one was playing when we were there and you just sit out on it was it was just one of the coolest breweries i've ever been to the beer's decent too yeah it's good but beer. if it's a nice day go yeah. there and sit outside you can yeah. bring your own food just cool yeah it is cool and i mean yeah the beer scene in birmingham was was top notch i'm gonna give a one little smaller oh thing an extra if you're if you're driving by tuscaloosa because it's what we did um, and, and Julie and Brad were Tuscaloosa. Um, they work for the city there. And uh, they were like, oh, you know, maybe you stop in Tuscaloosa. We did as we were driving through. We went to the stadium, um, the Bryant Denny Stadium uh, for the University of Alabama. I'm not a University of Alabama football fan at all. I'm a Florida Gators fan. Go Gators. Um, but the stadium is something to see. It is very cool. It's packed with history. They have like a whole basically walk, walk of, of fame. champions. Yeah, or walk they of call champions. Um, no, it's cool. And I, I'm not like a huge fan of, of football, but it's definitely a neat thing to see. And, and if you do like football, definitely. And we kind of quote unquote snuck into the stadium. There's an open door and I just found my way around and we were actually like standing right there on the field with no one in the stadium, which was really cool. It's pretty cool. So try to find that open door. All right, Nola, what have we got? The big easy. The big easy. So I have two, a combination, obviously, Arno's Jazz Brunch, obviously. That's mine as well. But the other big thing that I really loved was just walking along Magazine Street. Whoa, we tied. I had two written down as well. Yeah, Um, and the Garden District. So Magazine Street has great shops, restaurants. They have really cute boutiques. Uh, Julie and I, my sister, and I spent, you know, a good part of Saturday popping into shops and looking around. And my favorite one, Lucy Rose, really great fashion stuff for women. I mean, if you're in New Orleans and you want to buy something cute that's pretty reasonably priced and affordable, um, check out Lucy Rose. And then the Garden District that Travis, like, while we were shopping, he explored the Garden District, and then we met up with him and he like gave us his own tour because he. I learned a little bit. I researched like hours walking along. I researched for a couple hours as they were shopping just to be able to give him a little bit of a thing. There's a really cool self guided walking tour. 
uh, just look up self-guided walking tour garden district. It'll come up. It's like free tours by foot.com or something like that. Shout out to them if that's what their name is, because it's really cool. And they just give you the tour that they would take you on. And uh, yeah, you get to see r- amazing homes, uh, including Peyton and Eli Manning's childhood home, which the Manning's still live in. So that's kind of cool. If you're a sports fan, even if you're not, it's just neat to see someone's house. And just huge, beautiful, huge, beautiful. I mean, these gorgeous old Southern style, just like estates. They're really beautiful. Uh, The weather, again, was stunningly perfect, sunny. And, you know, it's just there are all these beautiful trees. I wouldn't want to do it in July when it's hot and humid. But, you know, but um, yeah, it was cool. So definitely this a a walking tour or a walking, you know, just walking through the Garden District magazine street. Even if it is a self-guided one, if, if you want to go on one, that'd be awesome, too. Um, and the Jazz Brunch at Arno's. Again, just going to plug that. Jerry, go see Jerry. Watch him play the sax. That guy has, like, lungs of, would you say lungs of steel? I don't know. He was just know. ripping it on that sax. It was So, um, really cool stuff to do in, in New Orleans, but those are our two can't-miss things for that. That is it. That's our road trip recap. All the stats, all the superlatives, everything that we did. And again, if you want more specific information, like a little bit more of a deep dive on either Nashville or New Orleans or possibly Asheville, uh, we've got to see if we have enough for Asheville because it's basically just brewery talk and donut talk, which I guess is... Well, we went to a couple of restaurants yeah. too. But so um, um, yeah. we do do Destination Diary episodes. If you're unfamiliar with them, that's where we just we basically do this, but we dive deeper into uh, what to eat see, do, where to drink, stuff like that on a specific area. You can find that on iTunes, on Stitcher, however you listen to this podcast. You can also go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. You can find the show notes for this episode or any other episode that we talk about, and you can listen to it right from there as well. So if you if you listen to this, and you're like, man, they gave out so much stuff. What you know, I, I couldn't write it all down, or I'm just listening. I want to figure it out. What they were saying, uh, go to the show notes for this ex- uh, episode, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash P-O-D-S pods, and uh, you'll get the show notes, and everything will be linked up there. Whew. That was fun. That was an awesome recap. Obviously. I feel a little like bummed because this puts an end to our road trip. This is the period, the stamp on the end of the road trip. It's actually over. And now we're back in Philadelphia. So uh, glad we could reminisce a little bit. Yeah. It was awesome. If you guys are interested in uh, checking out a good travel backpack, don't forget, go to tortugabackpacks.com. Use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That will get you 10% off your entire order. Thank you for listening today. Heth, thanks for coming on having an awesome time, and of course, always cleaning up the windshield. (laughs) You got it. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for the support as always. Thank you for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you Paris soon.